Welcome to the Custom Apparel Startups Podcast, your best source for information, news, tips, and tricks to get you off the ground running and earn success with your custom apparel decorating business. So get ready to soak up some knowledge. Now, here are your hosts, Mark and Mark. Hey, everyone, and welcome to Simple Sales Ideas for Apparel Decorators, or whatever title we finally ended up choosing for this podcast. Uh, My name is Mark Stevenson. I'm the Director of Marketing for uh, Cold SE, Inc. And I'm Mark Vila, Director of Business Development for Coleman & Company. And today we're here to talk about uh, sales in your apparel decorating business. And basically, that's what our titles mean. I mean, my title is Marketing and... Mark's title is business development, but it all boils down into sales, and I think both of us have got a, uh, a pretty long career in a variety of different kinds of sales environments. So this is one place I think where, you know, we've we've both got the edge on on on, mo- on most most of our, of our customers and have something that we yeah, and and I really hope we can bring some knowledge to you, uh, and help you with your really just help you grow your business. Um, I've sold uh, the equipment. I've sold apparel itself. Uh, I've sold uh, intangible things like credit cards and loans, you know. And I, I've sold uh, to, to retail people, and, I, and I've sold to to wholesale bigger accounts. So I feel that that throughout my career, I've run into so many hardships and blocks in sales that just being able to pat, just being able to vent out some of that information that and the hardships I had uh, will will be helpful. Right, and I think uh, both of us got into scale sales because we have no um, no other skills. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, you guys can embroider, or you can screen print, or you can you know create beautiful graphics or bling designs, and, and Mark and I have a a moderate amount of creative talent. Uh, but mostly what we do is uh, connect people and products and ideas together in a way that everybody wins. And, mm-hmm. uh, and that's what we're going to try to kind of convey to you. So don't be, don't be afraid that we're going to talk about you know, how to be a car salesman and close deals and things like that. Uh, we're going to go through some simple ideas on how you can maybe find customers, um, get more out of the customers that you have, and, and what to do with that phone call or that meeting you know when it happens, so you'll you'll make some money. Yeah, yeah, and and I think the first the first thing that I was always run into when I worked in equipment sales uh, are folks just saying I'm not a salesperson. Right. Uh, I've never been a salesperson. I'm not sure how how to sell this. Uh, I'm an embroiderer. I'm an artist. I'm not a salesperson. So I think that's probably the the first place to kind of get into is well when you're when you're going to start to sell. What are what are some of the first and simple steps to get there? Right. Um, and and what Mark and I had discussed a little bit was just identifying a customer in the beginning. Um, uh, we've talked about this in plenty of other podcasts before, um, in the email marketing and one, in the social one. We've yeah. always talked about this, but kind of who who is who would you love to sell to? Yeah, that's a good place to start. Yeah. So who would you love to sell to, and who would you be comfortable selling to? Right, so fill in that blank. I mean, we're going to mm-hmm. be quiet for ten seconds mm-hmm. if we can help it. And what what I'd like you to do now is like just think about that. If you're an embroiderer, I mean, who is your ideal customer? You can write it down. You know what? Um, you know, if you got that phone call from somebody, or if you got an order from somebody, and it just made you incredibly happy and successful, you know, what would that person or that company be? So we've got something hopefully. Okay, yeah, I we've so. got something. You know, maybe it's um, just to throw some ideas out there for those who drew complete blank. You know, maybe it's 
Um, maybe it's swim clubs, you know, swim teams. Maybe it's uh, maybe it's local bands doing t-shirts. Right. You know, maybe it's big bands doing t-shirts. Maybe it's stand-up comedians. You know, I'm not sure right. what it is, but but you know, the more the more ideas you have, the more things you're passionate about, the more you're going to be excited to sell to those people. Yeah. So maybe don't start with um, I want the biggest business in my town. Right. To buy well, shirts so, from me. so, you know, if your dream was Microsoft calls and wants a polo for everyone that works for them, you know, maybe you want to start small. Yeah. <laughs> and dream big, though. You know, right. dream big. And if you've got a connection at Microsoft, go for it. Yeah. Call us. As uh, yeah. Matter of fact. yeah. <laughs> um, so that's kind of a thing is 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 that we've got first you just got to find out who that niche is. Find out because that's just a starting point. You got to have a jumping off point on, on a group of people that you're going to be that you're going to feel comfortable to just talk to. Right. Um, and and then I think it's probably from there is once we've determined a group of people that we're going to talk to, maybe just what should we go into first? Would it be when they contact you or are you reaching out to them? Well, you know, honestly, I think I think the easiest thing to do is is to start with, you know, maximizing that incoming phone call or that first contact. Mm-hmm. So um, one example that, that, that I like to use, and I, I just put it in, into a post on, on the Coldessi blog, is, uh, you know, fast food places are miracles of sales development. I mean, think about when you go into a, any, any fast food joint, but, but McDonald's in particular, because they were the first ones to figure out the, uh, the whole supersize idea. Mm-hmm. So when, you know, when somebody calls in, uh, you know, what are ways that you can kind of maximize, actually, tell you what, let's talk about people that you're already doing business with, because a lot of the people that listen to the podcast, you know, are existing embroiderers or screen printers yeah. or, or mm-hmm. blingers. And, uh, and let's talk about how you can use a few simple sales techniques to increase almost every single sale that you get now. So, and, and the first one, you know, using the McDonald's example is... What's the first thing, if you went in and you wanted to order a, a cheeseburger and a Coke, what's the first thing that they would ask you? They would say something like, large. Yeah, would you like a large? Right, like, like they may not even like do a question. They just say the word and raise their eyebrows, and all of a sudden, you know, you're spending more money, mm-hmm. you know, that you t- intended to. Mm-hmm. I mean, how many times do you say no when somebody asks you, would you like to make that a large? Yeah, well, and, and that's the thing is because it's it's a bit of a programming, you know, that it, you're you're affirming a suggestion. You know, they suggest that. Why do they suggest it? Well, it's probably the best value for right. the money, you know, um, and for them it's profitable. Right. Um, so it's kind of what you had said earlier. Both people kind of win in that transaction. Yeah. When you, when you buy the large, both you're going to get more for your money. Right. Um, it's a better deal. So it's a better deal. Um, and they're gonna get, they're gonna have a little bit more revenue in, which right. is a better deal for them. So we definitely, you definitely need to do that with your customers. Um, and it doesn't mean large shirt, does right. it? No, no. I mean, you know, you're not recommending that someone go gain weight so okay. they'll buy a more expensive shirt. But you know, there are a couple things that you can do to make that a, uh, you know, to make it a, a large kind of a, kind of a meal. You know, like maybe it is physically large. Maybe it's an embroidered design. And if you're charging by the stitch, maybe you can say, you know what? Uh, Have you ever thought about making this design about 20% larger? 
Yeah. I think it would look great. Yeah, absolutely. And, you so, know? and plenty of times it will. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, I, I can't tell you. I mean, this is a, that's actually such a good example that it's, it's worth ex- expanding on. Um, and especially for embroidery or bling. Right. Because that's typically a per little piece yeah. type of thing. Right. And is that I see these shirts where I, don't, I can't even read what's on it. You know, they right. use the microphone right. and, they, right. and they fit it in this spot. And sometimes it's just, just make it bigger. You know, stack it on top, make it a little bit taller, move the phone number to the sleeve, you know, right. maybe, or or whatever it might be, but get more stitches on the shirts. Always that, and, and one of the things I've always said was, um, is it, the large is maybe also a little bit of the add-on, but, you know, do you want another spot, too? Right. Well, that's that's kind of my, my make-it-a-meal play. So, okay. so yeah. you know, on the large, let's talk about not just embroidery making the stitches, more stitches, mm-hmm. bigger design. Rhinestones, bigger design. Mm-hmm. Um, in screen printing in DTG, I will tell you it's much easier in DTG, is how about varying the size of the shirts and the prints? So, for example, you know, typically, and if you're a screen printer, you probably won't be able to do this as easily, but for DTG, you know, if you get a family reunion deal, or even if you've got a group of, you know, I don't know, reunion shirts or party shirts or shirts for a church outing or anything on those lines, you've got everybody from small to 4XL, mm-hmm. right? Well, with DTG, you can scale that image to match, but that's not usually something that you talk about when you're, you know, when you're talking about an order. So you can actually say, you know, can I scale that design for you on each one? It only adds a little bit to the cost of the shirt, and it'll look much better. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, and and that even works for screen printing too. Um, it's it's the cost variance can be more if right. you, with depending on the colors, but that's a that's that's an option to upsell yeah. and say, what do you say that we make everybody the women who are the extra small to the medium, right? This size, and then the large to the you know to the two x this size, right? And it'll cost this much more in screens, but I'll, I'm going to tell you, it's going to look so much better. And that's a little bit of an upset. And, and this is how you can tell that both Mark and I are married, um, is that he naturally just said the women are the small and the medium. And when we got to the large and the XL, there was no mention of whether or not it was men or women. That's just, that's classic. Right. So, so you know, you're, you're, you're headed for McDonald's and you do the, uh, you know, you hear the large. And now you're doing that to your customers. So the next time you get, you know, a phone call for an order, you know, now you're going to go, hey, let's, let's. Talk about varying sizes, increasing the stitch, increasing the stones. Let's make it a better design for you. Mm-hmm. And I will just say that when McDonald's upgrades a meal, um, I've got a, uh, a cheeseburger meal here, I think. Uh, as an example, that adds 10% to the price when they say large. So think about what making that one suggestion in every phone call might do for your business. Would you like 10 or 15% more revenues? And and that's when we when we talk about sh- you know shirts. I think like say if, if somebody's going on a rules, if we were talking about embroidery, yeah. if you're saying it's a dollar for every thousand stitches, if it's a if it's an eleven thousand or twelve thousand stitch design, every garment, if you added say two thousand more stitches to that, yeah. two dollars per garment. If it's a fifty shirts, you added a hundred dollars. Right. Um, if you're doing five of those or five orders a week. I mean, we could easily see how that that's added up to the point where, by by asking that, you know, I mean, you've increased 
sales by $20,000 a year. Right. And let yeah. me ask you, does, does that feel like it's a sales pitch? I mean, I, I'd love for you guys to comment on this, um, on this podcast in particular and let us know, does that feel like a sales pitch, what we just said? Yeah. You know, saying, hey, I think that this design would look better if it was 10 or 20% larger. Yeah. You know, um, would you like me to vary the size of the design according to the size of the shirt? You know, both of those are for your customer that also benefit you. Yeah, yeah, and 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 both win. You know, both right. that that's an example of like of a win on win on both ends um, that really just requires the asking of a question. Right. Um, <clears throat> All right. So next, let's talk. Uh, let's talk about that other question that you get in fast food, and that's um, would you like to make it a meal? So if you go in and order a uh, a burger and a coke, or you know, if you're in Subway and you order a sandwich or something like that. They're 100% of the time going to ask you, would you like to make it a meal? And you'll get a little bit of a deal, but they'll get significantly more revenue. Um, just so you know, um, the difference in making it a meal at McDonald's and making it large is a difference of 55% in the price. Mm-hmm. So in other words, those two questions could turn you from a you know, from a $5 hamburger into an $8 meal. And it seems like not a lot, but it's actually 55%. So uh, the making a meal thing is an even bigger deal uh, than asking for a large. And Mark already mentioned something that I like about make it for a meal, make it a meal, because what you're doing is you're not making designs bigger or offering scale or anything like that, but you're offering a more complete product. Mm -hmm. So putting the logo or the name or the phone number on the sleeve is a fantastic way in embroidery to make it a meal. Yes, and in screen printing too. You know, that's the other in screen pr- actually in everything, in right. all of them, you know, and now that I'm thinking about it. But adding a second location, yeah. you know, I would I would tell that to my customers all the time. You want to increase sales, just offer a second location on the same garment. Yeah. Um, and if you happen to have two forms of media, you can even offer this a second media on the second location. Right. So if you're doing a bling shirt, well, maybe I can't put a website in rhinestones that reads too well. Oh, that's but a I've really got good an embroidery point. machine, and I can put I can embroider the website under it or next to it or yeah, on the sleeve, or screen print or screen print it or, or direct to garment yeah. print it uh, or use vinyl. You know, you can do any of those things. So add a second um, location. And it, sometimes it could be just something quite simple, um, like if they if if they have got a, a little portion of their logo that's say like a symbol in the front of their logo. You know, right. it's it's a plumbing company and they've got like a little wrench type of deal. Take that little piece and just put that you know on on the sleeve or put that on the end of the sleeve or on the collar. I like that. Or one other little piece, and you say I could do that for only X dollars more, yeah. and it's going to make that shirt like it's it's going to be. It's going to make it not just look good. Now it's going to now it's going to look awesome, right? Because not only do you have the the typical look, which is what I'm sure is a beautifully digitized and and embroidered logo on the front of the polo, or you know maybe it's maybe it's a, a name tag on an electrician's uniform, mm-hmm. or you know anything along those lines. But now you've got the company name or the company website or the symbol on the sleeve, so they're even more identifiable. Yeah, and yeah. one great option for DTG that that I, I came up with was, well, why don't you put a design on the back? Yeah. I mean, there are all these fantastic, the, the ink and screen printing in DTG is not the expensive part of the process. Mm-hmm. So, you know, mm-hmm. why is it always just a, a nice, beautiful design on the front 
and then nothing on the back or yeah. the sleeves. Yeah, and you gotta you gotta add add the back. You know, uh, that's a great thing to talk about with any type of printing. Is add something on the back because they say I want the front of their shirt to say nice big letters. Yeah. You know, like class of 20, 2015, You know, um, and and a little slogan. And then a blank back, and you've got to say, well, on the if we flip that shirt over for only blank, right? We can put that, even if it's the same thing. Sometimes, yeah, you, know, you don't have to get too complicated. Yeah, or uh, you know, the the athletic wear is an important point because most of the time that's only on the back. Uh huh. You know, so maybe you know it's a name and a number on the back, and you could put an extra school logo on the front. Yeah. Or you know, I mean, maybe if there's a nickname or or whatever it is. You know, what you're doing is, is make that order a meal. Yeah. You know, so somebody's coming in and all they want is a small embroidered logo or they just want a screen printed name on the back of a shirt or company name on the back of a shirt. Um, you know, you're talking about now, offer them something on the sleeve, offer them something on the back. And uh, one, of the, one of the biggest ones for embroiderers are, you know, how about caps? Yes, you have to, you have to add caps. And one thing before we move on to, to a second product, yeah, yeah, I was thinking of one other thing. Yeah. Is is if if you've picked if we go back to the beginning and we're talking about a niche customer that you know, you know, that you know kind of their industry, you're working with um, mechanics and car folks because you're in that world. Right. Um, well, do you know what types of certifications that mechanics need to have? Like an ASC certification, are all the folks in their shop ASC certified? Right. What if What if you walked into that? What if I walked into your shop, and every mechanic had the ASC certification logo on their sleeve? Yeah. How much are their customers going to trust them more? Nice. That they walk in and as they shake a hand, they look over and they look over and they can see in the guy's sleeve ASC certified. Right. That's great. So, so that's another thing. If you know something about them or about their about their niche. That is that you can bring some knowledge in and say, you know what, I did this. Yeah. You know, I put bonded and insured on on the collar of every single shirt of yeah. us home inspector. Right. And every time the customer walked in, they saw that they saw the person's face and eyes, and they saw bonded and insured immediately yeah. built trust. Um, and and that's that's something that you could pass to them. Yeah. And they'll appreciate. Again, that's going to be win win. Yeah, and, and, and right now we're just talking about people that are already calling. Mm-hmm. So, you know, this is business that you've already got. You know, this, this is, you know, the, that incoming order, that person walking into McDonald's, and they're already standing there, and how can you make the most money possible from every transaction and get happier customers? Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. so, so the last thing I have on my list, and I just wrote it down, is, is dessert. You know, I mean, if you're in a restaurant, 100% of the time, no matter how much food you've already put down, they will always ask you if you would like to see a dessert. Yeah. Man, like dessert. <laughs> so what I'm going to say for dessert is to offer the person that's in front of you or that's placing the order uh, something a little extra, and I would even say to do this for free. Mm-hmm. So, for example, if you are a, a rhinestone or a pro spangle user, then maybe, you know, when you deliver 50 of the cheer designs, you know, on, on shirts, that maybe you give them a, um, a bumper sticker, mm-hmm. a rhinestone decal with the same thing. Just give it to them. Mm-hmm. Say, here, you know, I just wanted you to have this. And, you know, if you like it, just, you know, let me know because I can make those easily. Yeah. You know, if you're, a, if you're an embroiderer, maybe, you know, you didn't get the sale for the sleeve, you know, logo, but... 
just put one on one of the shirts, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I guarantee that just like in a restaurant, when you see the fudge chocolate flam, flambe dessert go by, um, that they'll sell three more of those because somebody saw it. Mm-hmm. It'll be the same thing. You know, they're going to see that little extra on one of the shirts or they're going to see, you know, whatever you put in the box to go with it. And again, that's more sales from the same people. Yeah, and well, and a couple I always call I always called it the um the put put a hat in the box okay. type of thing. You know, I always said put a hat in the yeah, box. You're for delivering the, the shirts. Yeah. You're delivering the shirts for embroiderers. Put a hat in the box. Yeah. Hats are a couple bucks. Um you you chances are you might have to you might not have to redigitize, you know, right. if it's something fairly simple. You can use the same logo on the hat. Put one on and put one in there, even if they didn't order, because somebody's going to wear that hat, and then somebody else is going to say, "Why didn't I get a hat?" Right. Well, he just gave it to me. Right. Well, then get me one. Right. You know how much um, is it? Yeah. yeah. How come my sleeve, do- like my sleeve, doesn't have my name on it? My right. sleeve doesn't have the like I want that. Um, so it's a great idea to to add on a little something, especially if you asked for it in the beginning. You know, like we said before, with um, you know, ask, do you want hats for this too? Yeah. Do your guys work outside? If your guys work outside, it's probably a good idea. They're going to want to wear hats. Right. It might as well be your hat um, while they're working outside. So if you don't get that sale, then give them one anyway. Um, the, the rhinestone decal, the sticker, that's a great idea too. Yeah. I always love that one because that's something where they put that on the car and then someone else, it, it always it t- always turns into this. It's like, why didn't I get one? Yeah. You know, I should have gotten two of those. How much are they? Oh, I didn't realize it was going to look this nice. Right. Um, so definitely, you know, the dessert, I, I love that and it's always been a pitch, you know, it's always been a way to pitch, I think. All right. So, so what we've got so far is, is that you are going to, uh, try to make it a large by scaling designs and offering a little bit actual physically larger or more varied sizes, um, of your images. Um, you're going to make it a meal. Mm-hmm. Right by mm-hmm. adding different locations and offering different locations, um, etc. And you're going to uh, to include some dessert or offer them dessert, mm-hmm. which is the hat in the box. It's the uh, it's the rhinestone decal. It's something extra that you're just going to include with it, uh, and uh, and then wait for a sale to come through because you did so. Um, next, I think we should talk a little bit about. Um, when you meet or you take a phone call from somebody new, mm-hmm. uh, because we're in a sales environment, you know, uh, Mark and I, I think, are both very conscious of how you answer the phone, mm-hmm. um, what you do when you answer the phone, uh, because one of my pet peeves, and I, I think I bring one up in at least every episode, Yeah, yeah. and Mark knows <laughs> I, have, I have a lot of pet peeves. Um, I'm writing a book. Yeah, <laughs> the pet peeves of Mark mm-hmm. Stevens, um, is, you know, when... When two things, when you're not friendly, when you answer the phone, uh, when salespeople, which include you business owners, aren't absolutely excited when somebody calls you to talk about business. Yeah. You know, I mean, that drives me nuts. This is is the one that, this is the one that drives me nuts. And since I've called enough embroidery shops, um, and I've called enough screen printing shops, um, you know, phone rings, embroidery. Yeah. Well, what? Did you say? Did you say embroidery? Right. Because you said it so fast, I'm not 100 percent sure. Or, or 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 worse, this is Mike. Yeah. <laughs> or just just hello. Right. You know. Uh, oh, and is this Mike's? Is this Mike's embroidery and screen <laughs> yeah. printing? Yeah. 
you know, I'm, I'm sorry. To, I'm sorry. I'm calling to bother you. <laughs> right. That's what it sounds. But like. I want. But I would like some t-shirts. Yeah. yeah. Um, so you know, and and it's just been a habit of mine. I think it was ingrained ingrained in me working in retail when I was a teenager. Right. And being tra- and being trained by big corporations. You know, there's a reason why there's a certain protocol to answering the phone when you call up. Um, any any big name store, right? You know, you call up you call up a store and they say, "Hi, thank you for calling so and so, home of the such and such." Right, you know? right. And there's a reason why they say. All I've those called things. them. I've yeah. called them. <laughs> and uh, so I used to work at an auto parts store, and it's like, "Thank you for calling Advanced Auto Parts Discount and Batteries." You know, we offer free battery installation and wiper installation. Now, I'm gonna help you today. Right. That was a mouthful, and I'd say it thirty five thousand times. But oh. You did, wiper? Yeah, yeah, you did like wiper, yeah. You did wiper installation. Battery installed, you know, and and it was so much better than when you called the competitor, and it was like you know parts. Yeah, right. So you know, and just pick a way to answer the phone, get everybody in, in whoever's in charge make the decision, or get everybody to agree to it, and just everybody answer the phone the same nice and, way. And, and here here's what I'm going to suggest: just do this. Don't don't even think about it. Just say, "Thank you for calling," and the name of your company. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thank you for calling Bob's Embroidery. Mm-hmm. How can I help you? Yeah, that's simple enough. Fine, unless you don't work for Bob's Embroidery, and then yeah, that yeah, would be no. completely Pick inappropriate. Yeah. Pick your own company mm-hmm. name. Um, so, so I like I, I love that. You know, you're ahead of most people in the business. If you just say, "Hey, thank you for calling," and mean it, by the way. Yeah. Thank you for calling Coldessi. This is Mark. How can I help you? Yeah, and and that's honestly that's good enough. Um, and then if you've got some other ideas you want to experiment with, I say go for them. Yeah. If you want to say that something specific that you do, where we now offer rhinestone decals. Right. Um, I like that. You know, that's, there's nothing wrong with that. And nobody's going to be offended that you said that on the phone. Right. And it's not a sales pitch. And yet. it's hard to work into regular conversations. Yeah. So just get it out up front. I, yeah. I do like so that. there's nothing wrong with that. And and just get creative and edit, but you just have to be excited about it. And even if, even if you're in the middle of work and you're busy and you're frustrated, you have to you have to imagine that every time the phone rings, it's possibly somebody who's going to give you ten thousand dollars. Right. It that might is a great be. Way. It might be somebody who's going to say, "I need a thousand dollars worth of shirts," and you're going to say, "Oh, that's great." Yeah. And by the way, I usually over the course of the next like year or two, I'm going to need them like every other month. Right. It might be that. And if you answered embroidery, and yeah. we're and we're kind of cold, and the other person answered with a smile, yeah, which I think is a, is is another, the next tip is is people can hear the smile over the phone. Yeah, I'm sure you guys can hear it when we're excited about an idea we talk we talk about because we are excited a lot of these uh, about a lot of these ideas because you know we're sales and marketing geeks, mm-hmm. so we live and breathe this stuff. But you know, if you are if you're happy and excited, it really comes through. So, so you do that. You say, yeah. hi, this is, you know, the, thanks for calling Bob's Embroidery, um, home of the free embro- embroidered cap with every order of 10 shirts. Yeah. You know, uh, how can I help you? And then, you know, they're going to say something like, well, I'm interested in getting 100 or 10 polos embroidered with my electrical company's name on it. Mm-hmm. I said, that's terrific. The first thing I'm going to recommend for, for you guys is that you say something that I was reminded about uh, just recently. Do you mind if I take some notes while we talk? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you can definitely do So, hey, I, I'm interested in, in 10 or 15 shirts. Great. Do you mind if we take some notes while we talk? And what that does is that lets the person on the other end of the phone know 
that you are going to pay attention to whatever they're going to say. Yeah, that you are engaged officially and right. that whatever you are doing, you, you've, you've essentially said, I have things in my hand or right. I don't. However, whatever they are, it's now a pen and a piece of paper and it's about you. Yeah, you're, you're more important. And honestly, that's a signal for you too. Because if you say that, now you actually have to take notes. Mm-hmm. And you'll, if you do take notes, you'll remember the customer more. You'll screw up orders less. Yeah. You know, I mean, so do you mind if I take some notes? Um, your order's important for me. Yeah. Important to me. So, and then the next thing that you're going to do is, because they know you're writing it down, they should be okay with this. First, let me get your information. Yeah. And that is, your name is, your company name is, great. Well, I've got you. Can I get an email address? Yeah. You know, how about a phone number so, you know, in case we get disconnected? Because you're going to use all this down the road. Because even if, let's say, you don't come to an agreement on this deal, you know that you're talking to a person that buys embroidery or bling or screen print or DTG shirts. Mm -hmm. And I guarantee if somebody does this once, it's not going to be the last time in their life they ever need this kind of service. So, you know, what you're going to do is you're going to use that information later on. And, and what's going to happen, and what happens is this, is is that you go through that process and you say, you know, okay, I'm going to take some notes. Hey, by the way, what's your name? Everyone's going to give your, their name. Right. Okay, we'll come. Everyone's going to, then you're going to say, okay, what's your phone number in case we get disconnected? That's, that's like a, a line's Yeah, that, that's okay, the point. There's a line that's crossed, okay? Right. How you answered the phone is going to change how often people are going to be perfectly comfortable with answering that question. So right. if the question is embroidery, yeah. Oh, what's your phone number? You know, now this person is. Yeah, that's honest, completely I'm different. I'm not hundred percent sure what I need. Um, let me have my boss call you. Right. You know, right. And, and it's just I'm not really wanting to give you this information because I don't trust or like you very much. So if the beginning of that phone call is is friendly, is trusted, I like you enough in that in that eight to twenty seconds, you've built enough trust that they're going to say, oh, "I'm going to give this guy my phone number." Yeah. yeah. I mean, I know he's like. Yeah, he's legitimately probably, he wants to sell me something and right. I want to buy something. Right, there you go. And then now the, the next thing is, is this is the space after you do that, after you get all the information and you say, you know, okay, that, that's great. Thank you very much. Um, how can I help you? You know, mm-hmm. what, 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 what do you need? And they're going to say, you know, everything that they need. Says, well, you know, I've got, I need a logo digitized. I've got it on a business card. I don't know what to do about that. And I need 57 shirts and, you know, really... You know, just let them tell their story and, you know, make the appropriate sounds like you normally would in a conversation mm-hmm, to show mm-hmm, you're listening, like mm-hmm. Mark does all got the time it. to me. You got it. Right? And then what I want you to do is say, okay, let me say this back to you to make sure I've got everything. Okay? And now you've, you've, you've gone another level here because you've answered the phone nicely. You've asked permission to take notes and they've said yes. Um... You're taking notes. You're getting all the right information. Now you just want to make sure that you get the order right. Yeah. You know, and that is another, it's another trust builder. Something else, you're asking them to spend a little bit more time on the phone with you, mm-hmm. you know, but, you know, you're going to get, you're going to get something for that. Yeah. And, and I think this is also, this is a good point to, um, to, to check their knowledge as well on this. Right. So what you're saying is, um, you know, have you, have you ordered? Have you ordered custom apparel before? Right. You know, because that that's going to determine how you how you might go into the next part of the conversation. And this is all this is all a sales process. Whether whether we you know you're not cold calling somebody, but this is right. all a sales process. So you say, 
oh, have you ever have you ever ordered like custom embroidered shirts before? Have you ever ordered screen printing before? Right. No, this is my first time. Let me give you like just a minute on just what on on what this is. You Man, know? I like that. That's and great. and now, so then now now you've taken. They're confused because right. they are confused. They don't know what fees are involved. They don't know what. Things how do you come, charge you know, for that? How do you stuff? charge for that? They don't know any of these things. So no, I've never ordered before. Oh, okay. Well, let me tell you a little bit about embroidery and kind of how this works. Right. You know, um, we usually we will you know determine what your design is, where you want it. We we have a few different grades of shirts depending on what you're looking for and the, and what it is. Um, the art you'll probably have a logo or some artwork. We'll need to get that created into an embroidery file. But I'm going to walk you through all this. I'm going to take care right. of all that for you. Right. So some of the questions I'm going to ask have to do with this. Right. You know. That's um, great. You should so, write that down. Yeah. <laughs> just stop right now and replay that. And just write write all that down. Because uh, that's good. So that's I think that that is you know to qualify and if they haven't done it before. Um, then you also know that that they that they bought before and right. they shop before, and that just means you need that much more to gain. Right, and here's also the point where now you can circle back to that fast food experience, mm-hmm. you know, and you know, so you get okay, so you need um, 144 um, embroidered shirts, and now you can start talking about well, you know, normally I would do this in a two inch by two inch, you know, logo, and maybe that's the way you're used to, but you know. Have you, have you thought about doing it larger? You know, mm-hmm. um, this might be a place where you get to make it a meal. Yeah. You know, where you tell them, well, have you thought about putting the website on the sleeve? Does that sound like a good idea? Mm-hmm. And now you're being just incredibly helpful, especially to somebody new because they have no idea that yeah. you could do this stuff. Yeah, and and they're also, you, you know, you have to play the role that you're the expert. So the one of the more irritating things for me when I'm going to buy anything and I believe I've mentioned this in the podcast before because this is one of my pet peeves is is that I've never ordered say if I've never ordered shirts before I'm calling you as an expert and I'm going to say I, I want the shirts to be really nice um what do you suggest right I'll I'll put it on whatever shirt you want right well, that's, yeah that's no. not the answer that I wanted I right. want you to say I want you to come back and say and, and and people customers do want this they want you to come back and say Nike makes a really awesome moisture wick shirt. Yeah, that's probably that's like the favorite. Right, it's not the cheapest, but it's the favorite. Right, and then you know Hanes makes this T-shirt that's really comfortable. You know, or Gildan makes this shirt, or or or, you know, uh, (coughs) any of the brands out there. Right, you know, um, and and they're gonna ask for suggestions, and then then that's where the making it a meal comes into play. Where say a lot of people when they do their hats, there's they get all the real estate up front. And they don't do the back. So one of the more popular things people like to do is they add their their website or a little yeah. version of their logo on the back of the cap. Yeah. Um, and I think part of the reasons why some embroiderers and screen printers and stuff don't offer this is because uh, those are some also some things that they're intimidated about. Which is another podcast on, on learning and, and right. growing to new different things. But... but Learn a new skill, learn how to do new things, and then sell those. Yeah, that's them. that's great. Mm-hmm. So, so I think so far we've kind of got two parts already to this, um, you know, simple sales ideas. And and the first one is is to you know do the do the fast food thing. Yeah. Right. Um, and the second thing is 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 answering those new phone calls. You know those, you know those people standing in front of you, and the right procedure to answer the phone and take an order and incorporate that fast food stuff back into mm-hmm. upsell. 
Um, what would you say the third part of that is? Are, are we going to talk about a little prospecting and getting out there and meeting yeah, people? Well, I would say that the, the next, well, there was, there's actually there was something I want to add to this, but I okay. think I want to add it in prospecting. Okay. Because it's part of the whole game. Okay. So maybe we'll, we're gonna we're gonna keep that do a sales part end. two. Well, we're gonna just keep it to the end of this one. Okay. Um, because it, it's part of prospecting, but we're talking about prospecting. So so what we're mean by this is these are folks who aren't your customers yet. You're not a salesperson. How are you gonna go about getting getting people to call you back or finding people that you can call? Right. So here you are. You're in a small town. You have a setup in your garage or your back bedroom, and you're just sitting there waiting for the phone to ring. You're staring, you're staring at the phone. I actually did a success story for Cold Essie for a company here in the Tampa Bay area where he was in that situation. He actually like had bought a bunch of equipment, mm-hmm. and, uh, and it was slow. You got a retail location and just assumed that people walking by you know, would buy a bunch of stuff from him, and it just didn't happen that way. And he would stare at the phone all day. And what he what he decided was, um, when he was staring at the phone, is that every time he had the urge to do that, and he didn't have anything else to do, and he found himself like opening up Facebook for no reason or playing solitaire for no reason, that he would do one of two things: either pick up the phone and make an out an outbound call, or throw some th- throw some samples in the in the back of his car and start to drive. Yeah, yeah, and and so. But let's talk about when we're looking for new customers and you're not and and you either are not comfortable with sales, which is probably about ninety percent of people out there. 99, Most people 99. Yeah, ninety nine. You know, even even a lot of salespeople aren't comfortable with sales. Right. Um but you're not comfortable with sales because you don't want to be a, you don't want to feel like obtrusive because you don't like that to you. You know, you don't want somebody to bother you. Yeah. Um or you don't know what to say, or you might be a little bit shy about it. So the samples in the car is a great one. Yeah. Um, and having a flyer, make it nice, by the way. You can order stuff online that looks nice that's not printed from your desktop printer. Right. And when you break down the cost of ink on that printer, it's going to be the same price. So get a nice little postcard, a nice flyer. True. Who you are, what you do. Um, maybe make up some samples. And, and there's nothing wrong with getting out there and just walking in somewhere. You're not... Not soliciting them. Yeah. Well, hey, I just opened up this store. Right. I'm like a mile down the road. If yeah. you guys need any of this, I just wanted to give this to you. Thanks. Yeah. You know, and and some and, and you know maybe three quarters of the time somebody will say, oh thanks, have a good one. You know, walk by, right. and that's fine. You should expect that. But then you know, one out of every ten, two out of every ten, or or three, I mean even more, you know, are going to say, oh cool. Yeah. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Oh, we order shirts all the time. I'm going to give this to Mary because she's the one that takes care of that. There you go. You know, oh, okay. Oh, I'd love to meet Mary. Right. You know, oh, she's here on Tuesdays. Write that I'll down. come back. You right. know, and then it doesn't mean that you're coming in to pitch to Mary. Right. It just means you, but you need to meet her. Yeah. You got to just, you got to come in. Hey, I stopped by here. She said you order it. By the way, if you need it, here I am. And that's very passive. Right. That's not... Let me let me yeah, let me lay some <laughs> let me let me lay some groundwork here. I just I just want to kind of, you know, throw some cold water on everybody that's out there and and, and have you relax, mm. because in the thirty plus years that I've spent in selling one thing or another, I have only talked to someone once 
in person that was angry and rude. Mm -hmm. And they were having a bad day for some completely different reason. So, you know, you are not going to run into, oh, get out of, get out of my office. Yeah. You know, they're not going to throw things at you. You know, basically you're just going in, especially if you're wearing your work mm -hmm. um, or if you have a sample in your hand that you can leave behind, you know, or a brochure that you can leave behind. And you do just what Mark said. You say, hey, I'm, uh, I'm from Bob Screen Printing. We're, we're right around the corner. I just want to let you guys know we're here. A lot of people don't know. Here's my card. Here's a brochure. You know, how do you like my hat? Yeah. You know. Yeah. And and there's there's also nothing there's nothing wrong with being 100% honest in why you're there. Right. Because and, and I, I tell this to salespeople on the on the phone all the time. Just say I'm trying to get more business. Right. You're here. I don't know if you know anybody or if you need it, but if you do, I'd love to help you. Right. And and nobody's going to be offended by that. Now, I I sold for for a handful of days, I sold printers and copiers office to office, where I would have to go in. Ouch, that yeah. sucks. You That's know, hard work right there. I would there. walk in, you know, into building. It said no soliciting. Right. You know, and but I had to go in anyway. Um, and immediately when they see, you know, the guy who looked like me, because you had to wear the shirt and the tie, and you've yeah, got the briefcase, yeah. and they're like, this guy is coming to sell me something. Yeah. And, you, and you're dealing with a receptionist in right. an office whose job is to tell you to go away. Right. Even then, I can think of a handful of times that those people whose job was to tell me to go away weren't 100% nice. Oh, yeah, that's, it's Mary that handles that. Yeah, yeah. You know, can I have her card? Sure. You know, so even when you're selling something that people don't like to be yeah, sold and right. you have somebody who's there to block you um, and you're not even dealing with that. You're walking into the store that sells custom pools and, you, and you're walking up to the salesperson or the manager and you're saying, hey, by the way, I do this. And then it, and then you look around. Nobody here has on shirts that have their company name on it. Right. And, and that's an, and that's not, then then your comfort level can adapt to that yeah or or really even if it's um you know even if they do like let's say you you run in you walk into some kind of a service business like a a plumbing operation or a wholesale you know parts place or or whatever it is and you see they've got the embroidered patch with their name on it and then they've got the company logo i mean you know you can say why isn't the website on your sleeve yeah you know or why aren't you guys wearing caps you know, so that's the one response that I that I, I will say you might get is, oh, we already have somebody that handles that. Yeah. Oh, okay, great. I'm just going to leave you my card. You know what? You should ask them about getting embroidery done on their sleeve because that's really popular. All my customers get that. Yeah, yeah. It's you one know? of the most popular things. And if, if you have somebody that do, ask them to do that next time. Right. It would look good. Yeah. And now, like, what you've, le you've left them with a tip. Yeah. You've left them as an expert because you've got to be the expert anytime yeah. you're talking. Just right, like true. before. Um and then, so then now we've, you know, we've talked, you've got to get out there and prospect, um, prospect to the niche that you have, that you're into. Yeah. Uh, so if you are, if we, we've mentioned dance schools before. Right. In the past Absolutely. Year, if that is something, if your kid's in it and you love it and, or you have a family member in it or you've done it yourself, then just say, you know what I'm going to do since I'm the most comfortable going into a dance place and I right. can speak about it comfortably yeah um then i'm just gonna drive to those places and stop in because i know about all the 
leotards and whatever things oh, that yeah. they wear. You know, you can speak in terms. I embroider this and that. If, if, um, if anyone out there is into rhinestones, if you've ever talked to one of the cold SE salespeople, uh, Tracy. Tracy's great. She's a bling expert. She sells mm-hmm. the uh, more cams machines and pro spangle machines that, than you can stick it, shake a stick at. And, uh, and you know why? It's because a lot of the people that call... Um, can relate to her because she is actually a baseball mom. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. when she's talking about, you know, oh, you should like, you know, um, you know, my daughter wears, you know, this, my brother plays baseball rhinestone shirt to every single game her older brother, you know, plays. I mean, that is that is a great and powerful sales idea. Yeah. It yeah. is, you know, you're she's looking into her own life. These are things that I'm comfortable with. These are things that I do. This is how I use the product. You know, offer the same thing to other people in your in your niche. Yeah, yeah. So so talk, start with talking to people in your niche if that's a comfortable way to do it, um, or st- or any small business is another one to to. That's another place you can go to. That's easy. Yeah, yeah. That's an easier place to go to. So if you're gonna walk into a big like a big brand furniture store, you know that's it's gonna. Is the decision made there? Yeah. Are they ordered through corporate? You don't know any of these things. That might not be the best place to start for you. Right. You're going to end up there because that's going to be a bigger deal if you do yeah. get it. But I agree. A better place to start is with small local companies. Yeah. If it's a local company, start there because the chances are the person you're going to walk into, if it's not the owner, they know the owner directly. Right, right. Um, and it's going to be more likely for you to get a call back. And, and also, it's not just that. It, it's you're going to have a better opportunity to make a difference there, mm-hmm. to have an impact. Yeah. Because, you know, I mean, if you go into a big car dealership or if you go into Ace Auto Parts, I mean, they're pretty well kitted out. You know, I mean, they yeah. know they know what they're doing. But if you go into like a, a three-man plumbing operation, you know, and you say, you know, you are now the expert. You say, yeah. well, you know what? I see you've got a patch with your name on it. You should have a logo here. You should have a cap. You should have something on the sleeve. You know, let's get started and let me help you grow your business. Yeah, put the certification on the sleeve. Put yeah. the license and bonded on the collar, like I said right. before. Yeah. Because then when your customer, I didn't even think about that. Well, yeah, yeah when you want, you're, when you walk into a customer's house, they're Aren't they're you proud of that? You. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So... So and then now you mentioned about the the gentleman here in Tampa who would pick up the phone and I think that's yeah. that's really intimidating to do. Right. So that's why I kind of started with just go with your niche, go out and talk to people. Agreed. But now that you've gone out there and you found out that Mary makes a decision, um, or you talk to the owner and he said, "Oh yeah, that would be cool if I put you know that that on the shirt sleeve or if I put right. license in it." Now you can call him up. And you can and you can just say one day, hey, thanks for your time that day. Um, you know, by the way, when we spoke, you know, it's a good idea to to create a question that you have to provide an answer to. So if you're talking to that plumber and you, oh, oh well, how much would that cost? Okay, well, what kind of shirt do you have there? Do you really lo- love this shirt? Because I have this cool, I know I have this cool Adidas shirt that I just started doing embroidery on that I love. I don't have all the details on it. Yeah, How about yeah. this? I'm gonna go back. I'm just gonna find out Make what a reason it costs. To call. You know, um, and then I'll, I'll I'll find out what it would be to embroider that on it. I'll call. It, just let you know. I mean, right. I know you're not ready to buy now. Right. You know, I mean, you could always fast. Like, I know I'm not trying to sell you anything now. You know, because you're not. Um, but you give them a reason to call you back. Uh, and if you haven't, you can also just call to thank them for their time. 
say, hey, remember who I am. Right. There's nothing wrong with doing it. I, I, I think we might be into the, like the uh, the middle of the road or the advanced kind of stuff here. So I'm gonna kick I'm gonna kick one in as well. Yeah, yeah. And that's is if you're in that situation where you don't get the opportunity to talk to the owner or the general manager or somebody does give you a name. You know, um, then when you do go back and you call later that day or the next day, then you can say, you know, make a note of, of the receptionist or the person at the front counter. Then you can say, well, hey, John, this is, this is Mary from Mary's Embroidery Shop. Um, John at the front desk gave me your name. Mm-hmm. And that is a, you know, uh, Mary the receptionist said that you were the person to talk to about embroidered shirts or screen printed shirts or somebody told me the person at the front desk said that you had a charity event coming up and said you might need some t-shirts yeah so what you've done is kind of like you bridge that gap so now you're not a complete stranger it's no longer what they call a cold call you know you've got you've got somebody to reference or something to reference yeah they know they know you through joe that right. works up front you know now now they know you um through him uh, because you spoke to Joe. Joe said you have a charity event coming up, and I was wondering if you need if if I could help you out with that. Okay, I think literally Mark and I could talk about this stuff all day. Yeah, because <laughs> uh, you know we've sold a lot of different things, and and it is it's actually fun for us to do this. Um, so, so well, then maybe I'll finish we should with my with what I was gonna with what I was gonna mention before. Yeah, okay. Uh, where I said I had one more thing to add. So and and it, we kind of fell into it a little bit there, but. Um, the follow-up phone call. Right. So if somebody calls you up or if you go out and somebody asks you, oh, well, how much do you charge for hats? Or if somebody calls you up and asks you about an order, you provide a quote, whatever it is, almost no, almost nobody in that is your competition is going to give them a follow-up Oh, my phone God, call. they'll never almost call. Almost nobody so is right. going to give a follow-up that call. That is right. Um, I'm telling you that do it. Test it. Yeah. Call three people. Not if you don't want to do it in your city, pick a random city. Right. Call three places. Ask for a quote on embroidery or screen printing or whatever it might be. Anything. Give them your phone number. See how many of them will will call you back. I'm gonna guess zero. Right. Uh, and I, I will I will tell you that I'm in the middle of it right now because I'm part of a a condo association mm-hmm. and we need new windows and we need it painted. Mm-hmm. And I have called at least 11 people, emailed or called or filled out the form on the, on the websites, and I've gotten no calls back on the windows, and I've gotten one quote on the paint, and the guy who quoted never called me back. Yeah. So it's just call back. And, and you're, again, it's not like it's not an obtrusive, invasive type of phone call. Hey, uh, we spoke about some shirts last week. Yeah. I'm kind of putting together my plans for next month and my orders for next week. I wanted to see if, are you looking to order that soon? Cause yeah. and I'll add you in the mix. Right. I like that. And, and that's it. And then they might say, Oh, I'm holding off. I don't know yet. Hey, all good. Just call me when you're ready. Thanks. Yeah. And, and you know, that, that's something that you can even set up when you do that first, first initial phone call with them. That's, you know, when, are, of course, when are you going to need the shirts is a, yeah. is a big thing, but you can even ask permission and say, listen, um, I'll probably give you a call Monday or Tuesday of next week if that's okay to see if you have any questions. Yeah, just to follow up with it. I'm going to email and then create a timeline. This is kind of the last thing I would say is is, is the event and that follow-up. Right. This is in a, a more of a little bit of advanced technique, Yep. but create a timeline for the customer and stick to it. 
So two things I think is a great last point. So they call you up, you say, let me get that quote together for you because I can't do it on the phone. A lot of times you can't, right. especially in a complex order. I'm going to, I'll have the prices for you. I'll email it to you by, is four o'clock today okay? Yes. Right. Get it done by four. Right. Okay. Um, and then I'll give you a buzz. How about I give you a buzz on Thursday? Make sure you got it. See if you have any questions. Yeah. Is that good for you? And then call them on Thursday. Yeah. So so because you built trust, you showed that you can stick to a plan because now what you've proven to them in, in, a, in a subconscious way is that you know how to take an order, you know how to deliver an order on time. Right. Because you've just done that. Yeah, you're a pro. You do this for a living. You do this for a living. Yeah. And uh, and that's going to mean that that will make the difference between you getting a sale and not getting a sale. And that right. follow-up phone call, which I said is kind of the key thing, is going to make the difference between, you know what, I, I'm, I am going to go through him. He right. seems like a nice guy. Right. <laughs> you know, um, I, I am actually, at the end of this, uh, so excited about the potential money that you guys are going to make if you do anything that we've talked about. If you're not doing any of the things that we've talked about in this podcast today, then then when you implement any of them, your business is going to go up. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're going to make more money from every sale, from every phone call, um, from from every visit that you make when you're out doing your prospecting. Um, and I'm 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 happy for all of you guys because yeah. I, I think it's going to make a difference. If you if you need to stop right now and play this thing again because there's some great information. Yeah, you're you're. It's going to feel great that first time you make an extra hundred bucks, right? Two hundred bucks, or I mean thousand dollars. But even that first little bit where somebody says on those twenty shirts when they add the logo on the sleeve, too, right, right, and you just and that was only two bucks a shirt. Yeah, but you just made. I just make 40 extra bucks for asking a question. Right, that's you know the way I mean? it works. And, and so the first time that that happens, it's going to feel good. Then you're going to be addicted to it. Right. And you're okay. never going to stop. Okay, so I've got, I've, we, we've got some homework for you, and then we've got a request. So um, the homework is is that we've got one of our podcasts on there that's, that's about um, um, social, not, social marketing, not social media. Yeah. Okay, I'd like you guys to listen to that podcast because there's a lot of great stuff about the prospecting side of what we've been talking about, who to target, how to get out there in the mix, and the questions to ask when you're in front of somebody. Um, and that that works nicely with the sales that we've been talking mm-hmm. about. Yeah, P- could you combine those two together, the knowledge of those two together, and within a month, I have no doubt that you're going to have a customer that you wouldn't have gotten before. That's absolutely There's true. No doubt on that. And, and because we've provided such great information for you, I'm, I am going to make a request and that's if you're listening to us through iTunes, if you found us on iTunes, um, if you would do us a favor and rate us, um, I don't care if it's one star or if it's 11 stars, you know, just go ahead and, and rate the podcast. Uh, that helps us. It helps spread the word about what we're doing here. And, uh, you know, you'll help other people in the apparel decorating business by doing that. Yeah, absolutely. And and also we ask um, to share this amongst your apparel decorator friends. Uh, share even just small business yeah, owners. Yeah, because, this works for any business. You know, we di- we discuss a lot specific to our field, but this is great for any small business owner. So if you know anyone else who could benefit from some of these things, please share it. Um, share, whether you share it on social media or you forward somebody a link um, or both, that's fantastic. Share our website uh, and then go on our website and comment 
or connect with us directly. Yeah. Um, we're approachable people, so if you go onto our website and you click on the contact link and ask us, us a question, 100% you're going to get an answer from us. Yeah. And, and then we just ask that you share with other people, and the iTunes rating is really great um, for us. It's going to help us to do this longer through motivating us to do it to be better and knowing that we're helping some folks out. Um, and it actually helps with some of our iTunes ratings. So more people can find us, the people who need, who need this kind of information. So you're going to help, uh, help other people out too. In addition to helping us, right. uh, which our we, egos, we love. our egos, we really, we really need more inflated egos. Yeah. And I, I think that's going to be it. I think we better, better get out yeah. of here and sign off before we get into any more trouble. Um, all right, so uh, thanks for uh, thanks for listening to another Custom Apparel Startups podcast. Yeah, thank you. And remember, it's uh, caspodcast.com, and we'll see you next time. Yep.